You're listening to the Bigger Picture Podcast with Heather Jane Johnson. Thank you for joining me this evening. Um, it's 8.30, my time, and um, I am excited to say that the residents at the place where I worked were able to move back home this week, which has been amazing. Um, so good to have them all back safe in their beds. My kids got to come home, so school is back in session and things are starting to get back to normal. I was rattled a little bit this week. Uh, a person who's close to me was involved in a very difficult, awful, horrendous, tragic situation. And the situation ended up being on the news and... It's just basically, it was a domestic gone horribly wrong. And the family is people who I know and care about. And the whole thing was just really like nerve-wracking for myself. And being the place where I work, having been through as much as we had with the evacuations and the scares of the fires and then to have a member of our workplace, you know, be involved in something like that was just really awful and everybody was affected by it. I respect the fact that they've been so amazing and respectful towards the family and keeping the gossip down and none of the speculations and things have been, you know, taken out of hand. I guess the reason that I don't share in detail right now is it is a fresh incident and this is a public podcast and to just be respectful of everyone involved in the family that I care about, I'm just going to leave it at that. But the whole point of my podcast is to share my truth and my life and that as a when you're in management or as a supervisor um dealing with just a lot of what I've been dealing with has just been a lot and I feel it in my in my guts you know that feeling that you get and I just came back I go to Al-Anon meetings and I just came back from an Al-Anon meeting and I am so glad that I have decided to be a part of that program because it has been life-changing for me. It has given me the tools to cope with things. And I think if I didn't have that right now, that I would not necessarily be doing as well this week as I am. Because I do also have a wedding this weekend. Um, Not one that I'm going to as a guest, but one that I'm actually coordinating as a planner and setting up, taking down, and making sure it goes according to plan. So that is um, going to be my weekend coming up. I guess I really have been doing a lot of reflecting this week. Um, In the business that I work in, we lose people regularly because I work with the dying and the old and the elderly. And um, it really makes you think about life and your journey and that everybody's on a journey and everybody has a story and I think about all the stories I hear today I was driving 
to work and my mom was on my speaker in my car and we were talking and she was telling me about a person she was reading about the incredible story of this person in a book and my mother reads a lot of books (laughs) so she often will share you know a good story and then it's a book that I can then listen to on audiobook because I'm more of an audiobook person and she's more of a read a book person (laughs) so when she told me about this I really got that in my head about how every person really genuinely has a story and telling our story can be really healing and that is the biggest reason I share with all of you or maybe I shouldn't say all of you maybe one of you or two of you I have no idea but I just get comfort in sharing my story after I had my son and went through the whole process of allowing my parents to adopt him I met other people and I moved into a different way and I you know I I could get into all the pain and everything that I felt in that time but I was very careful I next time I had you know found somebody to to be with I was very careful and 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 I knew what it was like to have gone through what I went through and to be a single parent and to go through all that but I did find a really nice person um that I was dating at the time but much younger than myself and uh even though I was super, super cautious and was being adamant about using birth control properly, I guess what had happened when I had um, a case of strep throat, I was put on antibiotics. And being that I was still naive, even though I was being very careful and taking birth control pills, I did not realize that they can cause an reaction when you have antibiotics and they can sometimes not work as effectively. So I had a horrible shock when I found out at the age of 25, I guess I was 24, sorry, um, that I was pregnant once again. And at the time when I found out I was dating this fellow and I, you know, I guess he was almost kind of excited about it, but he was quite young. He was only 19 at the time. And the more time went on in the pregnancy, which maybe up to like the fourth month, I realized and knew that this was not, we were not in a place where we were going to be able to do this together. I didn't see the future of my life with him. I didn't see us going the same path. I feel like he was really, really young and he was just starting out his life and this wasn't wasn't where he was going to be um and you know he was really sad and he was also you know being involved in things in his life like alcohol and drugs and things that you know was kind of normal for that age maybe the drugs to the extent that they were which I wasn't really aware I don't think at the time uh wasn't normal but I just didn't feel right about it and um I didn't know what to do because I had just gone through this whole thing with my son and I didn't really think that I could go through that again but I had to make a decision and I went 
and found myself going to the crisis pregnancy center. And when I got there, they told me about open adoption. And so I considered it, even though my heart was breaking from what had happened already, I knew that it wouldn't be fair to do to one child and not do the same for the other, knowing that I would be in the same situation, knowing that I made the sacrifice for my oldest son, it would be unfair to then go ahead and not make the same sacrifice again. So I looked into open adoption and eventually found a family that met the expectations that I needed. So I had a really good friend when I was growing up, the same parents I told you the story earlier about how when I was in high school that we had roses for our parents and my parents weren't there and then her parents came up. Her parents were like second parents to me and I admired that family. I admired their strength and I admired everything about them and uh, the way that they cared for each other as husband and wife, the way that they looked after their children. And they were pig farmers and they were Dutch. (laughs) So when I had the um, options to go through what they presented me with was binders and I got to look through them and I got to decide who was going to be the parents for my child, I decided that I was going to choose these Dutch immigrants that were part of the same uh, community, church, etc. that my parents, my friend's parents had been a part of. And they were the ones that I was going to choose to give my daughter for adoption to. And the father of my daughter was very saddened by the whole thing. But eventually, after some persuasion, agreed to do it. Um, giving my daughter up at birth was another very horrific experience for me. I was so sad. And when I talk about it still to this day, it brings um, a lot of pain up and a lot of sadness. It was a huge loss for me to hand over my newborn baby to someone. And I actually didn't even think I would have the strength to do it, but I don't know how. Somehow I was able to. And my daughter was given up for adoption from the moment she was born. The family that adopted her had already adopted another child, and she was the same age as my oldest son. And I really liked that because I wanted my daughter to have a sibling. And I just wanted her to have all those things like a car when she was 16. And I just didn't see that in my future. I didn't see anything good in my future at that point. I was very low. And the guy that I had been with that was the father of her, I had broken up with him pretty early into the pregnancy because of the way that I didn't see the future. So that in itself was a struggle. And then to be having the baby alone, um, once again, was very difficult. And then to pass her over was excruciatingly painful. And I cried and I cried. And I had a really sweet roommate at the time. And she was amazing. And she was the best labor coach you could ever have. She was incredible. And she was the sweetest friend. And together we went through a lot, but she was there for me. 
she let me stay with her. We shared an apartment when I was sick. She took care of me. She was really an incredible person and a big part of what happened. And I think even just like my having to give this child for adoption affected her in many ways as well. So I guess I could get more into that whole story in detail and I probably will in the future. But my daughter is now 19 years old. She was raised by a different mother and father that adopted her. But she has a great relationship with myself and her birth father today. And when you can look it back and you can see that the things that you, the decisions you made were the right decisions, it's something to be grateful for. And I was thinking back to that time and I'm still mind blown sometimes that she's 19 years old already. But I do feel like I missed a lot of her life and it saddens me but I do appreciate that I now live only a few hours away from her it used to be a lot longer and there was years where I lived a lot further away so you know that was a time that I I feel like I'm not really sharing the pain that I felt because it's almost too hard to relive it right now. And I have a lot happening this week. I have this big wedding to do this weekend and I had a lot going on at work. So it's hard for me to just like let myself get to that place. But I did want to share my story and I want to continue to share my story and I didn't want to miss the episodes and I want to keep you filled in with the life that's happening around me while sharing my story at the same time. So that's kind of the whole premise of the podcast is live in the present with me while I reflect on my past and learn for it for my future. So I really want to say thank you for listening to me and I really appreciate whether I have an audience or not. I am so grateful for this chance to just share my stories and my truth. And also this is my truth. This is my story. So if anyone is listening and they're a part of my truth and they're a part of my story. This is the way that I remember things and this is the way that I'm living through it right now. So on that note, I will say goodbye. Um, I'm looking forward to having a weekend with my husband. He's um, also he goes to meetings. (laughs) So he's enjoying his while I um, have a little bit of quiet time at home. My boys are asleep. And, um, you know, when you hear me talk about my present life, it probably gives you some inkling when you listen to my past about how things have turned out. Um, but I'm just very grateful today and I'm very grateful, um, to be living a good present and to be knowing how to have learned to be content and grateful for the moments. And I thank you for taking the time to listen today and I hope that you have a fabulous week and we'll talk to you soon.